Emily here, welcoming you to another episode of the Hideous Laughter Podcast. We are so excited to be adventuring our way into book three. We have a lot of awesome plans for future content, and if you'd like to help us reach those goals, check out our Patreon page. We have lots of cool benefits that you can unlock, like drink polls, early episodes, hangouts, and cool merchandise. We appreciate all the support our fans have given us. We wouldn't be where we are without you. And with that, enjoy Who, What, Where, Wolf. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 82. Let's kick it off right. Steve, what you drinking? Oh, wow. Um, actually, I'm very surprised you started with me because I have the Patreon beverage. I so I said, let's week. start it off right. Well, um, I have a liquid cocaine. This was voted on by our patrons. What is it, you ask? Well, it is a little bit of amaretto, some peach schnapps, some SoCal. Uh, no, not SoCal. SoCo, Southern Comfort, and a little bit of pineapple juice. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, in that time since he's made it until now, all the pineapple juice pulp has floated right down to the bottom. Yeah. I'll be looking forward to that in 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not it's not bad. It's very sweet. Um, and now that Brooks, Emily, and myself are carpooling together to record, and I am driving tonight, I will be responsibly moving away from alcohol after this and just do regular cocaine. Oh, good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Speaking of somebody that does regular cocaine, Brooks, oh, what you drinking, thanks, buddy? Chris. I really appreciate it. And as my dealer, I, I it's also very I nice mean, of you. That's, that's why he calls me daddy, folks. <laughs> well, I'm drinking uh, nitro cold brew cream ale. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking alcohol, of course. Any good? Yes. Um, that was pretty tentative. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. For uh, coffee-based beer, um, I'd probably say that's a slightly bit watered down uh, for unfortunate reasons. Uh, but it's still pretty good. Still pretty good. Definitely gives a good nitro taste to it. Doesn't have a lot of fizz to it. I like it. Um, the cream ale doesn't, doesn't come out as much as I would have liked. Well... Speaking of someone who doesn't come out as much as I would like, Haley, what you drinking? <laughs> All right. Uh, I am drinking vodka, peach schnapps, and iced tea. How's that? It's delicious. Uh, if you like peach tea, it's that's what it is. How much booze is in that? It tastes a lot like peach. There's quite a bit of peach schnapps. It's it's okay. It's heavier than I thought. It's, it's, <laughs> nice. <all of> it. <laughs> Fair. Oh, have you have you had that? Uh, what is it? Sweet, uh, sweet Jeremiah's, uh, sweet tea vodka, before? No. Ooh. Ooh. That was, that was pretty in, good. In unison. So <laughs> <pretty good. laughs> I remember it being pretty good. Speaking to someone who I remember being pretty good, <laughs> but that memory's getting foggy. Emily, what you drinking? 
Oh, that that might be deserved for today. Um, so I have a special beer that was from the very back of our fridge when uh, Brooks and I are moving out. So I'm drinking a Natter Day. Boo! <laughs> What's with us and natural light products sitting in our fridge? For this? No one wants to finish them. No, except Brooks killed 75 ounces of Natty Daddy in a night. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one is great. Uh, that is for a completely different reason. Uh I very much so enjoyed that. And Natty, Natty Light or uh, Natty Daddies or Natter Days, excuse me, are, I like them. I like them. I don't know why we didn't hang on to it for like an excessively long period of time so that we could drink it similar to the way like Steve's like back of the fridge. There's still one in the back of our fridge. So it's waiting. Oh, it's I could have had a partner. Could have <laughs> had a partner. <laughs> partner. Could have done a duet. You can't. Yeah, you could have been like the hot dog water drink. Yeah. Oh, oh, why? Oh. Why drink a horrible drink alone when you can? We'd have to do a '69 part two. That's why we did that. <laughs> fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, hey, it's me, Griff. I'm drinking a Red Oak Amber Lager from. North Carolina. And speaking of North Carolina, this was gifted to me by our good buddy, Jeremy, who's sitting in studio. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, bud? Um, I, I have some of some of the uh, liquid cocaine Steve passed on. So, Oh, wow. I have some of that. Have you tried it yet? Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, we all thought mm. it was very good. Brooks and Jeremy took a shooter downstairs. <laughs> I'm going to try it now. A shooter. It's, it's a lot, guys. It's a lot. You're right. I just took one. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty count sweet. Brooks. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Speaking I of pretty sweet, we're starting on book three, adventure, back to town. But before we do so, let's roll. And I'm rolling on air for the first time a die that I've made myself. Uh, compliance team, ethics and compliance team. Can we get those uh, verified? <laughs> oh, you gonna verify yeah. them? <laughs> Do it this weekend. Not good for me, though. (laughs) (laughs) Not good. Like, how not good? Like a five. I got 14. Oh, I have no doubt. I got a 20. Nice. Yeah, baby. All right. Looks like I'm drinking next. Okay. So, last episode, we talked to Alpon Karamark, the father of the Beast of Lepidstat, the creator of the Beast of Lepidstat, and he told you some information about Vivian Malice and about the Whispering Way and what was going on in his castle. So you departed with the Beast, headed back to Lepidstat, and he took you a shortcut through the swamp, and I believe we ended... Just cresting a hill and seeing Lepidstat at night. And that's where we'll begin. What would you guys like to do? If we're showing up at night, um, I know there's some loose ends we wanted to tie up and um, some shopping that we all wanted to do before heading out onto this next piece of the adventure. But it being night, I don't think it would be a terrible idea if we got like a night's rest and then took care of everything in the morning. A bed would be great. Makes sense. I imagine you could go back to your rooms at the Brazen Head. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay. I think I think Ikmer would actually uh, 
would uh, actually break away, and he would uh, stay with the crooked kin. Oh, oh, he wants to stay with the crooked kin for the night. So a little maybe, bit of a lone wolf breaking. Yeah, he's <laughs> leaving the pack, hmm. growing up. Hmm. So, Eclipse, Freya, and Matumbe head to the Brazen Head. Ikmer uh, breaks off with the group and probably leaves with um, with the Beast. I imagine the Beast, since he's meeting up with the crooked kin to join them, will join you. The two of you walk down the streets of Lepidstadt, and if there was anybody on the street in front of you, the silhouette of the beast makes them shy away into an alley or through a through a doorway, windows shuttering. It's pretty quiet. And you look up to the sky, and this being a medieval city, the light pollution isn't as bad as it is uh, these days. From the torches? Yeah. <laughs> and so, as you look up, you see the stars, but you notice the moon, and the moon is growing full. It's ascending to a full moon. And you think to yourself, you probably remember what the moon looked like back in Ravengrow when you were there. Before that night that you lost control, lost your memory, you make your way to the square with the Crooked Kin. It's late. They're maybe performing quietly now. Sajira might have one last straggler in her wagon getting their fortune read. Prince Czar is drinking as much as he can. Uh, he has his tea. He has a straw. Uh, occasionally, a passerby he'll uh, take a longer drink of the of the strong liquor and blow it past a candle. Breathe some fire. Seymour's there. Uh, Seymour's sitting down. He's playing the um, the old game where you um, you. Put the knife between each of your fingers um, at a table, just kind of waiting. Nobody, it's not busy tonight. What are you doing? Well, first thing that Ikmer would want to do is reintroduce uh, Larry and... Seymour and uh, and I guess everyone else but I uh, he would have probably assume that they would hit it off based on the fact that well you know they're both massive massive class levels in barbarian yeah they should all, all barbarians are the same not, <laughs> all, right. not all of them not all of them yeah but he, he he would uh make his rounds initially to uh whoever's not extreme like not busy at the the end of their day or whatever and say hi to uh captain to captain Cap- Caleb yeah and uh and the twins and and the bearded lady uh but he would wait patiently for Sajira to 
have her last last reading and then uh, a- approach her. Okay. Uh, maybe twenty minutes pass. Seymour and uh, and the beast are. I think Seymour is like showing the beast around uh, around the wagons, probably telling him this is how you are. This is how you be a good caravan guide. You really have to, you know, we use our big size and we push through the crowd. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll go very easy with you around. You're so tall and so wide. Um, so you're watching that happen. Things are really dying down here. And about 20 minutes later, the person that's in Sajira's wagon leaves. And she steps out and down. And she sees you, and she smiles. Um, clearly, a look of uh, relief crosses her face. She saw you battered and on death's door the last time. Um, and you're back, and you're very much alive. Yeah, yeah. And I'd, and I'd like to think that he would also share that smile with her and... I, I hope that he, he'd have well I'd hope that they would share this look of like hey I'm here to kind of be a bigger part of the uh, I, I, I wouldn't even know exactly the, the werewolfiness <laughs> that, that, that is going on. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm it is. I'm back to yeah. reclaim my my wolf destiny. Is that the look that you're giving? Just like he, he's he's embracing it a bit more, and now that he ha- has, I guess, the time to to do that. That's what um, that's what he'll definitely. I don't know. Just give that look, but so okay. is he walking around with maybe some more confidence? Um, he's got his hair long again. <sighs> Flashes a toothy smile, eyes well, glowing yellow. I mean, he's he's got the the headband of charisma on now. Oh, he's looking, probably looking yeah, suave. yeah. He's got his hair slicked back in a in nice, much nicer fashion right now. Ikma, you look good, boy. I'm. I'm glad you made it back. Well, th- thank you, Sajir. I really appreciate it. And to be honest, I, I'm I'm really glad I made it back too. And I never forgot about about what you said. And well, I I really don't want uh, whatever these these abilities are and and things like that. Well. I want to be able to control them before I hurt my friends or something, you know. So I was hoping that maybe you could, uh, you you and the other uh, Sarni could maybe help me out for for just a little bit and you know just help me control it better. Well, I don't know that I could help you so much, but. We could talk to Zazani, and they might be able to help, or at least they could guide you on a path, if if that is what you want. 
Well, yeah, ab- absolutely. I... They're usually up this time of night. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Definitely don't want anything anything bad to happen and or, you know, be able to control it much better and definitely want to do it at least before we head into the the, the Shutterwood Forest or sh- Shutterwoods. Yeah, you had it. <laughs> Shutterwoods. So, I think from you saying that she would take you to the the Zarni tent again, and it's it's close by to where the Crooked Kin are performing. Sajira is kind of the only person that's in both worlds, if that makes sense. She's both Zarni and a Crooked Kin member. Zarni and Carney. Zarni and Carney, yeah. They go together so well. So you enter the the large tent in this square and you're once again greeted by the crone the de facto leader of these Zarni, at least the ones in Lepidstat Ah, my boy you've made it back I know that if you were truly the prince you would make it back how are you, Ekmar? Well, th- thank you v- very much. I, I'm uh, v- uh, humbled to be in your presence, and he he would bow and be very awkward about it. Very awkward uh, about about introductions, and and definitely uh, try to look as, as least intimidating as possible. Does he tell her about where he and his group are headed? Is like, are you explaining what you explained to Sajira? Oh yeah, he doesn't know anything about. Uh, well, other other than what was told to him uh, previously, he he wouldn't really think much of the fact of, hey, I'm going here. This is like. This is where we're going, and uh, we're we're still planning on staying together as uh, as a party. Mm-hmm. You must be careful, child. There has been well uh, a good amount of muttering. See, I am not the leader of all the Zani wolves; just these ones. We are the prince's woes. And we've heard some, well, bad news coming from the Shadowwood. If that, well, you should be careful. We've actually been asked to make the trip under our leader. A man that, uh, well, he he reminds me of you, Ikmar. Um, Much older, but uh, he goes by the name Rickmet. He is the leader of the Prince's Wolves, and he has sent word that, well, the the Wolves of the Shadowwood are 
at the precipice of a war. We're being asked to join him on his side. You'll face many dangers going into the Shadowwood with the wolves. Well, in a tizzy. Well, I, I don't mean to, to cause uh, harm while we're there. I mean, is, I, I guess is is there any way that I can just kind of, you know, be be nice to just be nice to everybody. That way we can, uh, we can just get our our stuff done. I mean, no need to. To get in the middle of this war, I I don't I don't see why we would have to do that. I, well, I've sent word to Rickmet about you, about oh. our new prince. There is, well, you will have an ally in us. We, uh, you, for all intents and purposes, are on our side. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, that will make you an immediate enemy of all the other wolves. Oh. Okay. I I mean, I I certainly think that we can... Well, we don't necessarily have to be enemies. You can see two sides of things, and... Stuff like in in all kinds of different situations, and I I don't think it has to. I I hope it doesn't have to come to war. But uh, thank you for for sending word uh, to Rickman about me. I, I really appreciate that. And it's no problem, boy. Yeah. So I I'll I'll, I'll definitely say that. I mean, I I, I talked to you here, and and we. We're able to to talk, so that, that's good, I guess. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie, a little bit, a little bit concerned about walking into this war, but where are you headed in the Shadowwood? Well, there there's this lodge. Oh, Askenor, I know this place. It's the only well. It's the only place the werewolves don't have dominion over it. Oh, really? Um. Uh. So. You should uh, be safe there if you can make it. So, a, a neutral zone. Okay, that's good. To that's good to know. Uh, a neutral zone for everybody, type of thing, or or. If you can be allowed in, then I think that. You know, this won't be a problem for you. That's good. Is there anything we could expect, like, you know, along the way or something? Like, trails to avoid? We wolves don't use trails, but... I would be careful if you're following one. Oh, okay. Well... Ikmar, I'll put this in the most delicate way I can. The wolves go to war only when the pack lord is dead. 
Valkasane was his pack lord. She was the prior lord of all the wolves in the Shadowwood. With her death, war has broken out in order for a new pack lord to ascend. Well, Gavel Cassine, I, I just saw her a couple of months ago. She, no, she can't. I don't know how it happened, and I'm only hearing it. So I, I don't know that it's true, but I don't think that Rickman would lie. But she was so nice. What the few people nice to me? What seems to happen to me a lot? But what? Listen, after your first moon, you'll you'll learn to rein these powers that you have in. It won't be too difficult for you. You are the Prince of Wolves, Ikmar. You, the Prince's Wolves, will follow you. Uh, th- thank you uh, very much. Uh, but I, I, I still have so much to learn about and... and seems like a lot of responsibility that I, I I'm I'm very gracious and I, and I don't want to s- seem like I, I'm not appreciative of it but I want to be very clear that I don't know I I'll guess I'll just need a lot of help and and so sometimes yeah. Being a leader is thrust upon you, and you must act. You may not know what it is that being a leader means, but you will learn in the moment. I'm not saying you have to take command, but I do believe you are destined for this, Ikma. Well, I definitely need this beer to calm my nerves, but if you say so, I I will absolutely give uh, give my all to to do my best by everybody. Well, go be with your friends. There are some things to avoid. You do not want to deal with Wolfbane or Silver anymore. Wolfbane or Silver? If if you hold yourself in this way and she's like, she's this little old lady and she's kind of like <laughs> showing you like a Zen Master Monk technique like with the with the flowing hands um, and um, and she changes in an instant into hybrid form. And then she changes back. And she kind of imparts, like, the way to hold yourself to minimize harm. Um, 
if you do it this way, it will go much easier for you. Don't fight it when it happens. Don't fight it when it happens. And in this form... And he'll do his best to in, interpretate. Uh, it It looks like a beginner dance class. I think... Huh? I think she spends as much of the evening as you're willing to stay awake, like kind of showing you these things and giving you these pointers. What this is going to do is when you choose to do this, when you, I know your corruption currently gives you the option to like, I want to force myself to change shape. Mm -hmm. It'll give you a plus two bonus on that. Um, I believe it's a fortitude check or fortitude save. Oh, fantastic. I like that. Yeah, uh, definitely. He, he would certainly practice it until it, it starts getting real late. By the time everything, everyone else around starts turning down for the night and uh, de- definitely uh, wants to meet up with, with the rest of the gang before too late, uh, but would spend as much time as he can here. Sure. So the gang sleeps gets their first restful night of sleep in a long time, the first time you're in a real bed in a couple of days and you're well, I think you're out on the town. I imagine you would have told Ikmer where to meet up with you and so Before we'd go out to town I would ask if Freya can cure Drain or not. I don't have the spell prepared, but I could do it tomorrow. It's the morning. You can still prepare your spells. That's what clerics do in the morning. Okay, after we... Yeah. I know. It's it's, it's your, what, third time preparing spells, maybe? (laughs) Second or third. That's why I was trying to catch you before your your morning prep and Uh, stuff. Ah, okay, perfect. Before she goes out, does does her prayers, plants her seeds. Oh, wow. Speaking of uh, planting seeds, Ikmer's going to make sure to sharpen his sword. Oh, he sharpens his sword yeah. in the morning. Where does Ikmer sleep? I think I think uh, Matumbe and Ikmer got a room, right? Oh, well, yeah, but Ikmer was with the Zarni. Where does he sleep with the Zarni? He, he said he went back, though. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you were staying with the Crooked Kin for the night. No, no, it, it would just be like... He, he comes in really late. late. Yeah, 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 I gotcha. With exactly eight hours. But doesn't go to his own bed, just spoons with Matumbe when he gets in. It's only natural. Groggy at two in the morning, rolls over, makes some room. (laughs) Matumbe's a family man. Like, he's he's used to kids climbing in his bed when they have bad (laughs) dreams and stuff. Oh, Great. you might you might be deceived by the size of Matumbe, but in bed he curls up real small, makes makes a a, not a bad little spoon. (laughs) I believe it. I believe it. Okay. Well, then you're all together. So, um, yeah, if you have restoration, you yes. can cast it. It removes all of the, um, all of the ability drain. Yeah, Freya would prepare that for the day and cast it on Eclipse. Thank you, Freya. Perfect. And then you guys wanted to do some shopping. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So why don't we do a little bit of shopping and then. Well, you guys are chasing the Whispering Way after all, so you may have to uh, hit the old dusty trail. 
mm. after that, say your goodbyes. So you guys head out. You stop at Embrus first. If you remember, she had the the gold from uh, Alpon Caramark. Um, she gives it to you, and she says, Well, fantastic work that you've done. Figuring out whatever you figured out out there. And the mob, well, we've had missing people's reports, but it sounds like they never reached Schloss Cromark. So thank you for, well, for investigating that for me. Ikmer's going to give a little side-eye to Matumbe. Like, do we tell her? Matumbe will keep his mouth shut. (laughs) Matumbe keeps his mouth shut. (laughs) Matumbe ain't no snitch. (laughs) No way. Ikmer just uh, avoids eye contact. (laughs) Okay. Sense motive. Kind of, he's, he, you know, Matume's got his his hands clasped behind his back. Kind of gives a solemn nod, like I acknowledge that I heard that, but I'm not like <laughs> giving right. up any Don't information or the other. on that. Yep. Don't know what to say about that. So you get your gold, um, and I think she just thanks you again for your work in the trial, um, and she notices that Lyra isn't with you. Um, what uh, what happened to your fourth friend? And hello, um, hello, my dwarven friend. My name is Embrith Deramid. Pleasure to meet you. Name's Freya. What a beautiful name. Unfortunately, our friend Lyra perished in pursuit of the beast. So there were perils that that we didn't anticipate then in the schloss kind of looks around his party and makes some eye contact unfortunately yes it was one trial after another tribulation a difficult gambit to run we we were successful ultimately but not all of us made it back Mm, a shame she was so instrumental to that trial she rests easy now. Her soul flows on the river to Phrasma. Perhaps she has met her already. Maybe so. The slosh was actually, um... It was more that it was taken over by someone else rather than, uh, the slosh itself being dangerous. I think there's a far nefarious group that is working its way into different areas around Galarian. I don't know what areas. <laughs> I, um... She kind of gulps and, um... and looks around and... Please sit down. I am a member of, uh... Secret Order of the Ustalavic Elite called the Esoteric Order of the Palatine Eye. You may have recognized the book that our esteemed Professor Lorimore had you return to me. This order is in place to ensure the safety 
of Ustalav, against threats from without and from within. If you give me this information, who you suspect is, well, meddling in in affairs, uh, Count Karamark, a former noble, who would be so brazen as to uh, storm his schloss and take it over. The woman who killed Lyra and almost killed me was Dr. Saloon? The missing doctor from Sanctuary? Dr. Brada's assistant? Yeah. Exactly her. She was behind it the whole time. Hmm. Embrith, we now pursue the associates of this nefarious Dr. Saloom to the Shutterwoods. We had information from Opa and Carolmark that although Dr. Saloom carried out her machinations at the Schloss, the rest of her party, these Whispering Way associates, fled to the forest to do the gods know what. The Whispering Way? Yes. That's who's behind this, and you're sure? Without a shadow of a doubt, we have found evidence that they've been involved in all of these machinations around Lepidstat and potentially before. We have... Well, my order knows of, of the Whispering Way. They're one of the greatest threats within to Ustalav. If... Are, are you planning on pursuing them? We will drive them out from whatever hole or rock they hide out under. Hmm. I think it's almost the only choice we have. A lot of signs point to their evil deeds being why we are and missing the people that we are today. They're hurting a lot of people. If we don't stop them, who will? Well, you have my organization organization support. We, in every major city of Ustalav, you can find the Esoteric Order of the Palatine Eye. I'll send word to my other associates to be on lookout for you and to be ready to accept you into our various libraries. Uh, make a knowledge arcana or a knowledge history check. I will aid Matumbe. Alright, sweet. Also gonna try to aid. Will be history if it matters. I don't know if they're the same info. Alright, so with Eclipse's aid, I have uh, a 25 before my bonus, which will bring it to a 39. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, you know that when she says library, yes, many of the um, many of the I guess you could call them clubhouses of the Esoteric Order of the Palatine Eye do contain a library, but that's kind of their general name for their um, I guess you'd call them like the equivalent to a Pathfinder Grand Lodge. 
Sure. And these places often have some of the most, they call them library for a reason. They have some of the most diverse information in Galarian. It's the esoteric order of the Palatine Eye. I mean, they really pride themselves on gathering basically all forms of arcane and divine knowledge into one place. And so they call their establishments libraries, but you can find them in most any uh, Ustalavic city of uh, considerable size. Would with that sort of a with that with that level of a check would Matumbe know if this is a generally good organization it seems like they are adversarial with the whispering way but I'm also but based off of your description I'm kind of getting like a Nethys vibe almost where they like information and that could be a very neutral thing too I'm just curious yeah with your 39 you would know that they're one of the oldest organizations in Ustalav. Mm-hmm. They actually it came from Osirian. Uh, it was the oh, teachings wow. of an Osiriani uh, academic mm-hmm. that they based in, in Ustalav. A bunch of nobles started the Esoteric Order of the Palatine Eye to, uh, to create this secret society, kind of like the Freemasons mm-hmm. is, is what you could um, kind of parallel them to. But uh, they started this long ago as a organization for the betterment of Ustalov. And so, yes, you would think that while it was originally founded by nobles, now its uh, its members are generally people of high merit. So merit from whatever form, Embrith being like a very renowned judge and politician kind of sure. uh, would would get her that spot, but also like Prolific adventurers, prolific uh, scholars are welcomed into the organization, all with the goal of furthering knowledge, but also protecting Ustalav from threats. And so they would know a decent amount of information about the Whispering Way, just because it, it is one of those threats that exists within Ustalav. Excellent. And uh, forgive me if Amberth had communicated this and I just kind of passed over it, but uh, Matube would continue on. Since we are headed into the Shutterwood and to a very prolific lodge where many people, perhaps like yourself, uh, would be spending some recreational time, would perhaps a library be at this lodge of the Esoteric Eye? It is not a library for, um, well, for the Esoteric Order, but there is a notable library in this lodge, so it's funny you mention it. A library with a great deal of information about the Shutterwood and other areas of Ustalav. What can I say? I am a man who uh, uh, enjoys a good read. He points at the book. It will be difficult to gain admission into um, the lodge without an invite. I don't know if... Alpan provided you with such uh, an invite, or at least an introduction. I believe the invite was already taken care of. That's good. It'll be less suspicious if I have to provide you with one. Because, well, when the esoteric order takes an interest in something, usually it's... it, it might get people a little bit suspicious of 
threats happening within Ustalov. I, I think um, the proprietor Estovian would would worry if you showed up with an invite from me. Oh, the cousin of Adivion. <laughs> Asterion. <laughs> By their powers combined. <laughs> oh, no. No, uh, but one, one thing, Umbertha, I'm curious... Uh, the the prince's wolves. Uh, do you know anything about about them in the area? And do you possibly know anything about like the other uh, wolf? Uh, I guess the uh, I've heard tribes? of I've heard of the prince's wolves. Yes. But only because they played a great role in the in the history of Ustalav, and so I've taken an interest in in them. I don't know much about um, other tribes in the Shutterwood, other than that they're all led by a pack lord. I do know that they're by and large dangerous, but if you were a traveler in the Shutterwood and you met a wolf, well, you'd hope that they're one of the prince's wolves for what I've heard is that they're the only wolves that are entirely good in the forest but as far as the other tribes uh, they sometimes come and go I, I worry that I I don't have the most up to date information that would be in the library in Askenor Lodge though I I'm sure they would have a cataloging of that, and um, well, even even Estovian himself probably knows the at least the lycanthropic politics going on in the in the forest around him. Right, right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, that's very very nice of you uh, to let us know. And, uh, of the, uh, of the word that you're, you're sending to the, uh, to the lodge, or, or, I guess to, uh, to the other members of the esoteric order. Yes, yes, the order, that's what I meant to, uh, say. So, I, I guess you could say that, uh, Saying that the that we wouldn't uh, that they needn't be be worried about the the prince's wolves then just based on how they naturally are. I guess uh, at this point uh, he'd probably have to make a uh, a bluff check to try to uh, really beat around the bush here. Yeah, to I'm not, not, not even like sure what other, you're getting at. So. Yeah. <laughs> well. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll let that. We'll Pretty let that, high check we'll, because none of that made any sense to me. No, no, that's okay. No, I mean a high check oh, for me. God damn yeah, it. She, there's no way she uh, she picks up on whatever you're talking about. She's just as confused as I am. Three on the die. Does it go to anything else? I mean, yeah, it goes higher, but 
Just go ahead. Three total. Here. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he, he's trying to get to the fact that, like, he, he knows someone with the Prince of Wolves and wants to make sure that her letter and anyone else let anyone else know that they shouldn't be afraid of the Prince of Wolves because we can all be friends. Oh, she. so you want her to, like, include that in her letter? That, that, yeah, that the Prince of Wolves, or, yeah, the... So, like, the Prince of Wolves is on our side or something? Yeah. That seems, seems like an odd uh, request, but I can, I can certainly put it in. Um, what do you know about this Prince of Wolves? Well, we've, we've certainly heard that the... Well, that that the werewolf tribes and and the other, uh, I I guess, uh, lycanthropic tribes are are in some sort of feud right now. And well, I I I I don't see any reason why the uh, society should or the order should come in contact with them, but. For As a o- the overall, yeah, we. Uh, I'd I'd uh, I'd like to say that like they're they are fighting the the whispering way as well. Okay, I'll make sure they know. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So you guys get this information from Embreth. Uh, she gives you your gold. I assume you're heading to Losco. I mean, gotta see Max. Yeah. Hey, yo, whoa! It's my favorite customer's coming down the street. Hey! You guys coming inside? Well, we we wouldn't pass these uh, dusty old stairs without coming in. Sounds like a plan to me. What are you guys, uh, what are you guys shopping for? And he, like, starts up a conversation with you guys as you, as you enter Lost Co., Yeah, Mary, come on. Just go go get the wine. It'll make him uh, loosen up those purse strings a little bit. All right, Maxie. Max, I am going to level with you. I am flush with coin and ready to spend the dinero. So... <laughs> my, my so coin. let's make this happen. My, my coin purse is also very tight. <laughs> I could use a little more wine to loosen up. All right, all right. Uh, we can get as much wine as you guys need. It sounds like you uh, you came into some kind of windfall or something. Last time you were here, you sold me that uh, that pretty impressive staff. Well, I mean, we didn't have any sort of workers with us, but, I mean... What? It's a play on the word staff. It's a play on the word staff. Uh. Hey, uh, what's with this guy? He's a funny guy or something, right? Okay, what are you buying? Come on, let's go. Let's be quick. All right. I have a short shopping list here. The mithril armor you sold me last time served me very well. Perhaps some slight modification to it will help me very much. Add a plus, uh, make that a plus two. Yeah, I'll get the kids right on it. Kids, come on! 
Mary, get the kids. All right, I'm Same on with it. my laminar. I'm, I'm on it, honey. Oh, we got some armor upgrades. Sounds great. Um, and then I just have like a ton of bullshit. Like I don't know if anyone wants to hear it. No, nobody wants to yeah, hear it. Okay, Let's done. That's Let's it. Keep going. What are we, what are we buying? Max, I, I really like a, uh, a pale green two actually uh, pale green prisms, and uh, both cracked. Yep, uh, heard that right. I want two, uh, two cracked ones, and hope, hoping you got uh, one of each style. The the uh, attack style, uh, attack bonus style. Gotta gotta beef up these these biceps a bit more, and then and then one one for one for the mind on on my saves, please. All and right, can do it, Mer. We got him. Correct, because because uh, oh, you're cheap, right? Yeah, I got it. Well, our 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 well, our friend just died, Lyra, and so I was wondering it's where she like went. My soul. I, that's a shame. It's a shame. I see you're wearing uh, the tiara we sold her. That's uh, that's a little strange that you do that to your friend, but well, far be it for me to make decisions for you. Well, that I mean. Thank, thanks for bringing that up because we'd really like to sell that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm never, I'm not in the business of uh, declining uh, you spending the full price to sell for me to sell it to you and then, uh, you know, me giving you half price to take it back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's dead, so we don't need to worry about that. Yeah, no one needs to worry about charisma, I'm sure. Uh, what about you, Eclipse? Do you need anything? Um, Eclipse has already given her armor, but she also would pull Max a little bit aside. Just kind of, like, uh, quietly pull him aside. So, Max, I've... I, I saw some stuff up in the schloss, and I was wondering... If maybe you had something that could help me out in that way. Yeah, that's still very vague. You gotta help me out. What do you want? I was going to continue. Um, <laughs> so, the the Caremark had homunculi occasionally. I was wondering about a vest that could create them. Hmm... Yeah, that sounds like an item we totally sell. Let me check the back, I guess. I've never heard of such a thing, but I'll, I'll go look for it. Um, He looks and he's like, does this fit you? And it's this, like, tattered vest. It looks like it's made out of skin. Eclipse would say yes, I guess. Because yep. I'm assuming that's the only thing you... Yeah, okay. It is what ever you're saying, I guess. I have no idea about this item. <laughs> it's just sprung on me this second, so. Okay. What about uh, you, Freya? I assume that's your name, because I know all these things. <laughs> this is a very wide and, and deep uh, Ratfolk network that we have going. I remember when you shopped with us in, uh, you know, in, in Califas, that one time you were there on a weekend. You have a good memory. I need my bow to strike true, even when I can't see it. Can you make this a seeking bow? Yep, my kids could probably uh, probably make that happen pretty quick. Anything else? I could also use some new bracers to go with this. 
All right. Something like braces of falconing? Well, uh, you know, we got a couple that got like, uh, you know, some feathers on them. I'll check if they're what you're looking for. And he goes back and sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> These are perfect. All right. So you guys got your items. And it's, well, it's the, you know, mid-morning. So what are you doing? I'd assume getting ready to leave, right? Like, do we have anything else? Nope. The yeah. Whispering Way waits for no one. We gotta go get him. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, I think we're gonna horse up and, uh... you say goodbye to any of your uh, friends in town? Oh, I mean, based on the fact that the Zarni are on the way out of town, he'd probably just wave by and... Quick, quick goodbyes. Okay. Um, you know the um, Crooked Kin are not heading the same direction as you, um, but the Zarni in the other tent are. Um, so you guys leave town with, uh, you know, few goodbyes, and you head back to Schloss Cromark, the area around it, to find the entrance to the Silent Way. You leave behind the Diplomere Swamp, and you pass by Schloss Crowmark. Maybe give Alpon a wave. Maybe he can see you from the tallest tower. You come to you. You cross the river that created the gorge that you've spent a week of your lives in. Uh, you've lost a friend in. On the other side, you stand on the edge of the Shutterwood, and standing at the edge of the Shutterwood is almost like staring into another world. It's completely different from the Diplomere Swamp, from the Lepidstad environment entirely. It's ominous, and there are towering pine trees that blot out the sunlight. They allow only occasional splinters of light to pierce through. Within the dimness, broken branches and occasional shrubs growing up through the fallen trees create shadowy illusions, both wondrous and haunting. Apart from pallid lichen, colorful fungi, feather moss, and wintergreen, there's little that grows in this forest. The Shutterwood possesses an eerie stillness. It's only occasionally lifted by the sounds of passing birds and small animals scurrying across the dry pine needles littering the forest floor. Unease is what you're feeling the second you walk down the silent path and into the Shutterwood. Unease and a silent but palpable tension the forest is both dead si- silent, but still alive. It's like a powder keg. At least it feels that way with what Ikmer's told you of the situation. And you're just waiting for something to happen to set it off. You spend the day walking 
and walking and walking. And you know that Ascador Lodge is 50, 60 miles deep into the forest. You notice the markers on this path. Bone fetishes. And if that's not unsettling, I don't know what is. You were told this was an old hunting trail. Clearly something else has been here. But they guide your way. Eventually, just before evening, you reach a clearing. And it's then that you hear it. It's the sound of chittering in the trees that you can only pick up because of the silence before. Everybody make a perception check. This kind of like silence and waiting like makes my own stomach turn. I can't imagine being in it. Twenty-four. Fifteen. Twenty-nine. Ooh. Twenty-five. Freya is the only one that thinks she Whoa. sees nice. movement in the trees. Branch to branch, and um, it looks vaguely humanoid. But as fast as you glimpse it, it's gone. Like it's a part of the shadows now. Matumbe, you're the only one. You hear the noise, you look up, but then you look ahead. You see the glinting of gold on the ground. And the further you look, you see some kind of item, maybe a weapon, on the ground. And it looks like there's stuff in the grass a little bit further ahead on the trail. All right, well... Wait, do I not see anything? Yeah, she she beat me by one. Oh, you would see the same thing. Okay. That yeah. You just Sorry. said he was the only one, so it made me like, worried. <laughs> I, thought, I was like, oh, no. I thought he beat you. That's no. no. <laughs> uh, between the very, very tight ranges, but not all the way up there, <laughs> you see certain things. Only perceptible to humans. Sorry. Well, yeah, um, you're too low to the ground. Yeah. See how far ahead. I mean, maybe we we see the same stuff and kind of look at each other at the same time. And this couldn't more obviously be a trap, could it? This feels a lot like the sapling rod. It sure does. By the way, Freya, that's how we lost Lyra. <laughs> Don't go and grab those. <laughs> Do we have, like, does anyone have detect magic? Yeah, I was just going to say, Freya stays where she is, and as long as we are 60 feet from the glinting, she will attempt to detect magic. She detects nothing. Ikmer would... A little bit slow to uh, the trigger here, but would motion that we should slightly step off the trail... Uh, definitely be in like very close like proximity to it but so that we're not uh, I guess easier as easy targets 
right in the middle of the path. How are you guys walking down the path? What's your party order? How wide is the path? It's thin. Wide enough for maybe a horse. Single file horses. Then I feel like we'd be slightly... Well, if we ducked into the trees a little bit, we would be spread out at uh, arm length. Yeah. When we're all grouped together, Freya says, We're not alone here. Something's watching us. Something hides in the trees and gold and other belongings are strewn about the ground. Um, Timmy's going to cycle some alignments in the 60 feet. Um, would I catch anything there, Griff? No. No? All right. Sh- should Eclipse throw a rock at the stuff? I'm thinking, like, set off a trap. If I think it's reasonable to believe that if Freya saw something... It's watching this stuff, so it probably saw us. We weren't stealthing or anything. True, yeah. So I don't think it would hurt, absolutely not, to get a gauge of what's going on here. Yeah, because I'm thinking I can either throw... Like, I could throw a rock at everything. Freya could shoot it with an arrow. Probably a better aim. At the, like, specific object? Yeah, like, if it's, like, a triggered... I see see, see what you're saying, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is so. there like a I, kind of a focal point? I, I could use telekinetic projectile, which also oh. has like not just I'm not just randomly throwing rock. I will use telekinetic projectile, but okay, tough guy over here. <laughs> sure, you could do either thing. Okay, uh, nothing happens. Uh, okay, so should we arm ourselves and proceed with caution? Yeah, I think this is the where we would drop into that mode of like kind of like a some sort of rolling perception check, move a couple feet, being very vigilant. Um, we'll Matumbe. roll when we you tell us we have to. Sure. Yeah. Wait, Matumbe, before we move, really quick, what do you know about those bone fetishes? Yeah. Ooh, good. Maybe that tells question. us who it is. Uh, Griff, is there a knowledge I can roll on that? Be knowledge religion. Okay. Hmm. I'll try and help you. Eight. I auto help you. Right. Freya's gonna try. She succeeds. Okay. Uh, Twenty six on the knowledge religion. They are fetishes to the goddess Lamash too. Ooh, <gasps> bad. Oh, real bad. Um, Tumi's gonna put his hands up to his his party. Stay still. I don't want to alarm anybody, but I believe that the fetishes we are walking by that have been marking our trail are of the mother of monsters herself, the nefarious, disgusting Lemashtu. I think this is a pretty prevalent god, so I think when I say that, people should have a, at least a fair idea that she's bad. Like, yes. Really bad. It, it yes. nods along. And there's a, there's a good, <laughs> you know, there's a good chance that associated with Lamashtu, there is either a very depraved follower or some sort of monster about. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think with this, we're just gonna take a, take a wide, wide radius and let whatever it was shiny leave be and try to like, so you're going to head into the our, forest. 
well, off of the trail. I mean, this is just it. very. <laughs> that makes it bad. I would. I mean, I guess it's up to up to the party. But I would say, uh, guys, do we want to just kind of go go around it through the woods, but definitely still be able to keep the keep the path in invisible sight, so that. You know, we're, we're following the path, but just off the path type of thing. That way we're not running into, uh, Lamosh two things. But, Ikmar, if someone's following us in the trees, going into the tree depths with no visibility might make things worse. I agree with my companion Eclipse. We have freedom of movement now on the path. We leave the path, we compromise that. Our companion here, Freya, says that whatever has potentially whatever has placed these fetishes already has seen us. There's no magic, no evil about. I say we move forward until that changes. So we keep our guard, but but stay the trail. Move slow, move carefully, step very deliberately. Okay, as you make it. 60 feet further make a perception check twenty six unless it's disguises sixteen thirty twenty thirteen you hear a woman screaming within the woods Ikmer looks to his friends go Guys, I, I mean, I feel like we have to help whoever that is, right? Right? Suddenly. I need Freya to make a reflex save. Damn, Freya. Uh-oh. Emily, what did you do? <laughs> how uh, How flexible is this dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> uh, not horrible. Ooh. Is this a spell? If it's a spell or a spell-like ability, it'll be a plus two to this. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. That's a nine. Yep. So from one of the trees deeper in to the opposite side from which you heard the scream, a web flies out and ensnares Freya, and she's pulled off of the trail. Oh, oh no. no! And I need everybody to finish their drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, dear. <laughs> I knew it.